Hello, advanced English learners. Welcome back to this native English speaker conversation. I'm joined by the one and only Greg. Welcome to all of you. So happy that you're here. Just as a reminder why we do these, it's for your, you know, for practice to be able to have listening comprehension practice to hear what connected speech sounds like. If you can follow and along and, you know, hear native speakers and understand the conversation, that's amazing, and use it as a, you know, a tool that you can use for pronunciation and new words and vocabulary. So without further ado, we're going to dive right into today's topic, which is, drumroll please, it's all about this dichotomy between fast-paced living and slow living. Mm. So let's get right into it. We'll be right back after this short break. All right. So maybe we should start by defining these terms. Yeah. So fast-paced living, to me, I mean, pace. What's pace? Pace is like tempo, right? Yeah. So it's the speed at at which a beat is happening in, in music, right? Um, or if you're in a competitive uh, context, the pace of a run is sort of the speed at which you do a run. Yeah. And what people have done in modern times is apply that same concept to lifestyle. Right. right. So if you have a fast-paced lifestyle, you just imagine a sprinter, right? Someone who's running really, really, really fast and their legs are almost a blur. That's a fast-paced lifestyle. And then a slow-paced lifestyle you can imagine someone plodding along, you know, walking slowly, maybe even a turtle, right? A turtle goes really slowly. Or a sloth. Or a sloth, even better. I love it. Yeah, if you've seen um, it's like Zootopia, the movie Zootopia, which is a great movie. Great movie, by There's the way. It's a very, very funny scene um, where... They're at the DMV. It's a rabbit yeah. who, who is typically considered a fast-paced creature, right? Right. Very, she talks very quickly. She loves to run around. She's very hyper. And she has to go and get something from a sloth yeah. who is a very slow-moving creature yes. and talks like this. <laughs> and she's on the edge of her seat yeah. like, try, waiting for the she's next She's trying word. to be polite. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, that's sort of um, how I would define fast-paced and slow-paced life slow-paced lifestyles. Yeah. It's really about um, the the sort of speed at which you like to get things done um, and the speed at which you like to process information. Yeah, so when I think of fast-paced, I think of go, go, go. Like people who just, and I've definitely been there myself, where it's like there's no moment just to like decompress or think. or I mean, you are thinking, obviously, but it's like, you know, you're on to the next thing and you're going fast. You're, you know, with your career, you're just hustle and bustle. With your weekends, you're doing all the activities, right? So it's really just, it's the opposite of the slow pace, the slow living. So it's interesting how it's not, the, the term is is not slow paced living because that kind of sounds like, oh, what is that? It's like boring. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, a downer kind of thing. It's slow living, and that sounds so much more, I don't know, exciting in a way, right? 
Yeah, it sounds kind of cooler, like hipper, yeah. slow living. Yeah. Um, another way to think about fast-paced versus slow-paced, the, the common stereotype is that you live in the countryside. Yeah. You have a slow-paced lifestyle. Things are, you know, relaxed, and your schedule is pretty predictable. Yeah. And you got you know, the countryside. You got the child. You, you know, yeah. you uh, wake up with the sun and go to bed with the sun, right? Yeah. Everything's just sort of low key. Uh, of course, if you actually worked on a farm, you would know that's not the case at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Uh, it's actually very, very hard work. But that's the stereotype. And then the city, city is like crazy, crazy, rush, rush, rush. Go, go, go. You know, waking up at the crack of dawn, going to bed late at night. Um, and during the day, it's just boom, from one task to the next, there's a million demands on your time. It's just go, go, go. Yeah. yeah. I honestly think people should experience both. I think there are moments in our life for both. I think, you know, I don't know how easy or feasible it would be to rotate, you know, have like two weeks of slow living and two weeks of fast paced living. I think the reality is, is that summers can be taken more so, especially if you, have you configure your schedule such that you have like a week off or two weeks off or, oh my goodness, three months off if you're a teacher, for example. Um, and so really taking advantage of that time to experience something like slow living. I know that when I first heard that term, I was teaching and one of the, uh, the teachers was talking about her holiday, her vacation. And she was talking about how she spent the summer slow living. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like this was years and years ago. And I was like, what is that? Like I was very um, curious about it because to me, you know, there was like fast pace and there was like nothing, right? (laughs) Like that contrast. Yeah. You know, I think slow paced gets a bad rap. Yeah. I think so too. Because often when people hear slow paced, they think lazy or unproductive or unproductive or not living up to your full potential. Exactly. Yeah. And when I was younger, I definitely felt that way too, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I felt like if I was sleeping more than, you know, six or seven hours, totally. that I was wasting time. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have a million things going on at once, um, that, you know, I wasn't, yeah, living up to my potential. Yeah. Over time, I've started come, coming to the realization that slow-paced living, you can actually still get a lot done. And often what you get done is more focused work. Um, you, uh, the, the quality of output is higher. Yeah. And so while your volume might be lower, um, the, the value of what you're putting out is higher. And so at the end of the day, if your productivity isn't measured in, you know, quantity, but it's in measured in quality, I think for me and my experience, uh, slow paced living, uh, actually wins out. It certainly wins in terms of the way I feel. We'll be right back after this short break. You hit the nail on the head with that one because, meaning you you got right to the point, the, the meat of it, because I think it's it's all about that intention. And then when we're doing things that really like, you know, we feel good about, like the process is something that we enjoy, we're that much happier for it, right? And I think it's also this idea of, you know, not just like going through the motions of something and rushing through it and just like checking off one of the, you know, items on our to-do list. It's really more about thinking about it in a deliberate way, being intentional, mm-hmm. right? And it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're going to be slower to complete the tasks, 
it means more so that maybe you have fewer tasks at any given time. The priorities are like more apparent to you, right? And that you're just approaching it with more mindfulness. I think mindfulness is a big buzzword these days, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I like what you said about um, your priorities, right? Yeah. You may have fewer tasks that you're working on, but you you applied wisdom and judgment to the situation to filter out the unnecessary tasks. Yes. Right? Often the fast-paced lifestyle happens so quickly mm-hmm. that you don't have time to really think through what's important and what isn't. Whereas if you adopt a slower pace, you really can determine what generates the most value. There, there's the Pareto principle, right? Which says that 80% of the value comes from 20% of the tasks or you know 20% of the time that you spend. Yeah, Pareto. So, so yeah. I think it's P-A-R-E-T-O, right? Pareto. Pareto if you wanted principle. to look at yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And so with that in mind, if you can identify that 20%, the 20% that produces 80% of the value, um, you can do... <laughs> a lot more um, with a lot less time. For sure. And you can also apply this idea or methodology to your, you know, your social life even, right? Instead of trying to go to all the social events and maybe you were invited to like five different things one weekend, you might choose what is the highest priority to you? What is going to create the most value, even if you're just there for one hour, Right. So thinking about, you know, who, who's going to be there, what kinds of conversations you'll be able to have. If it's like a situation where it's a very loud, noisy space with a lot of people, probably you're not going to get that much quality time with the people, right? As opposed to like a, a nice, you know, lunch or a dinner or I don't know, a barbecue or something with fewer people, you get much more of that back and forth interaction. And that's ultimately why we like to spend time with people, right? We get to, you know, learn what they've been up to, hear their thoughts, what's the latest book they're reading, that kind of thing, right? Just spend time with them. Definitely, definitely. And um, yeah, I find often that I have more meaningful connections with people in smaller groups, right? In slower paced parties where you really can just sit down and have a real conversation versus going to, you know, a mega mixer where there's a thousand people and you know you can't keep a track of anyone and you can't hear the person next to you, you shout the... over the music or whatever. Exactly. Those are fun too, but it's a, just a different context, right? It's it's a different type of interacting, let's say. Yeah, and I would also say in defense of the fast-paced lifestyle, yeah, that is a good way to experience a lot, yeah, in a short amount of time. That's so sure. I think particularly. Um, when you're younger, when you're in college, maybe even in high school, certainly right out of college, that fast-paced lifestyle can be helpful early on. Yeah. You don't necessarily have the experience and wisdom to determine what's highest value. You may not even know what your preferences are to determine that. So it doesn't hurt early on to yeah. take that fast-paced approach like you were saying before. Yeah. Start with something fast-paced. Um, get a lot of experience in. Yeah. Um, and just experience that fast-paced uh, lifestyle. Um, and over time, you'll start to determine, you'll start to be able to distinguish between high value versus lower value, uh, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. And then you can start to sort of gradually shift to a slower pace while still getting the same amount or even more done. For sure. And I think the final thing I'll say here is that I think there are some cultural 
expectations and societal expectations underpinning these two types of ways of living, these lifestyles, fast-paced lifestyle and slow living. And I think for the most part, American culture is more of the go, go, go with, you know, making sure that you're on top of your, you know, your career, your life, even like go, go, go with your self-care, right? And it's like sometimes we have to be aware of that and and bring ourselves back to that mindfulness. And with things like tools like meditation and uh, proper, you know, I guess techniques for self-care, we're reminded of that, okay, just slow it down, be intentional, be deliberate. But I think honestly, like playing around with both, you know, having a balance between the two is a way of really just enriching your life. I think in a lot of ways, there are moments for both. And I think that's sort of the takeaway, in my opinion here. Yeah. And even if you're doing the fast paced lifestyle, you can still take opportunities to be present in the moment, right? We were talking about mindfulness earlier. Um, if you if you can be present just, you know, take 30 seconds of your day um, every hour or two to just pause and sort of get your bearings and do a meta-analysis on sort of what's going on at that moment can really help make you feel grounded and control the pacing so that you still are operating at a fast pace, but you're doing so mindfully. I love that. Yeah, that's just, that's perfect. Um, and paying particular attention to those transition moments. So that's a nice one. Maybe we can all work on that. We can all get better at that, right? As a collective unit. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. You know, there's lots to think about with this dichotomy of fast-paced living, slow living. What camp do you fall in? What are some of your goals for these? I think, again, like we said, you know, having a balance between the two is great. Um, So I would love to hear from you, you know, what sort of... um, what's been what's been done in your what are the cultural and societal expectations where you're from and uh how are you you know dealing with a a different way right of of doing that so i'm really curious to hear from you as always all right well we're gonna see you in the next advanced english lesson and conversation so be sure that you're subscribed share the channel and the podcast with everyone you know that would enjoy this kind of content and i think you know that's it from us today So we're going to see you in the next one. Bye for now.